Well, hello there. I'm back again today. This is DJ Cooper with Surviving Dystopia. Uh, today is December 2nd, and it's another mini podcast. <clears throat> A couple of things to go over uh, before we get started. Uh, in my longer podcast, I uh, let everybody know that there is uh, advertising opportunities uh, with this podcast. Um, every advertiser gets the first 90 days for free. Um, this is because I need some fillers, and um, I would like to, um, you know, find some things that, that I can promote and put on here as well. Um, I want to be able to bring quality uh, products, quality um, uh, 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 recommendations and things like this for all of your, you know, survival or preparedness needs and gear. Um, so with that being said, you know, just to, to give myself a little bit of a break in the in the conversation and in the show and stuff like that, I'd love to be able to throw in some advertising. So, um, if anybody knows of advertisers or would like to be an advertiser, please contact me through the website, which is survivingdystopia.com. Uh, there's also a write for us link in there. If you would like to write on the blog, um, you can, uh, we are always accepting submissions, uh, for articles for the blog as well, which is uh, also on the website. Or you could just contact me with feedback or questions um, about anything on the show if you'd like to recommend something that we talk about on the show. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, uh, feel free to contact me at survivingdystopia.com. Um, <clears throat> well, that's all that you know. we got today. We're going to go. No, I'm just kidding. Um, you know, that's, that's pretty much it, what I wanted to throw out there for the... Um, you know, all that little housekeeping stuff, those disclaimers and the, and the shamelessly plugging the website and, and things like that. Speaking of shamelessly plugging, um, I had the great honor today to send out a signed copy of my second book, uh, Dystopia the Long Road. It uh, went out to uh, Jeremy Overstreet. Jeremy uh, is a musician, and um, uh, it was such a great honor to, you know, to have him... Uh, be a fan of my book. So I just want to throw it out there and uh, tell everybody, you know, hey, if you happen to, to be <clears throat> down south somewhere, I think he's in Alabama, if you happen to be down there and catch him, catch him singing, say you heard about him on my show. <clears throat> but uh, it was, it's just so great uh, to have, you know, my readers contact me and want to get themselves a signed copy of the book. Um, you can do this by um, going to uh, DJ Cooper co that is my author website and uh, on there there is a link to order a signed copy so if you you too want a signed copy you can order them right there on that on that link djcooper.co there we go with all the shameless plugs for today Uh, but it really was it's it's just such a wonderful feeling you know to have uh you know people out there that uh you know follow your work or or things. It's it's so awesome. Sometimes I feel like I'm talking to myself. Oh wait, I'm driving down the road in my car. I am literally talking to myself. <clears throat> it's kind of funny. I don't know what it is today. I have like a little bit of a frog in my throat. I tried you know coughing and putting this off for a little while, but um, I still wanted to get it out because I had an important topic that I wanted to talk about today. It's of course just a 30 minute, you know, little mini podcast. Um, these are put out for a number of reasons. Uh, the first reason is, is not everybody can listen for an hour. <clears throat> and I wanted to put something out there that, you know, was easier for people to listen to, maybe shorter content, maybe less content. 
um, maybe just something, uh, the whole purpose of these really is to just maybe get some ideas in people's heads, maybe, you know, to, to offer them something they had not yet thought about someplace, a direction to take themselves in their next preparedness, uh, steps. So, um, in doing these little 30 minute podcasts, these ones here are, like I said, they're just, they're for the short ride, the short listen for those who don't have a whole hour to listen or, or, you know, just to throw out some quick ideas and, um, and uh, we go into more depth in the longer ones. Additionally, right now, there's a lot more of the 30-minute shows uh, than there will be moving forward. Um, because right now, they're acting as a filler. I have a couple of more hosts that are coming on that are going to be doing shows. Um, and I'll be revealing them coming very soon. Uh, one of them is working on their, their first uh, podcast now. But we want to make sure that we can bring quality programming on a regular basis. There's nothing worse than catching a great show and then not catching another one for two months. So everybody's making sure that they can free up an ample amount of time to be able to offer you the best podcast that you can get for, um, from them, you know, for the information that they offer. They're trying to make sure that they, you know, can devote the ample amount of time on a weekly basis. So right now everybody's in the middle of kind of freeing up some space and stuff so that they can have time to prepare their podcasts. <clears throat> but moving forward, I'm really looking forward to the um, uh, to the uh, format of things and to uh, moving into a live format. Not all the shows are going to be live. Some of them will remain to record throughout, uh, but pretty soon we'll be moving into a live format, which is which is going to be so much fun because I really love having guests on the show and I love um, chatting with people in the chat room and stuff, which is all stuff we're working on setting up. It all takes time. And uh, in that time, you know, we're, we're still, you know, out there plugging away, putting posts on the, on the, um, on the blog and putting out these podcasts. Um, by the way, go to the blog. It's uh, survivingdystopia.com. There's lots of great articles on there. I've got a couple of people that have been guest uh, blogging for me, and they, they've got some really great information out there. I really want to just throw it out there. Uh, uh, Survival Sullivan is one of them. He's, he's been putting things on a couple of articles now on there and, and uh, he's, he does a great job at writing. So, you know, go visit <clears throat> and see some of them. And there's also advertising space on that blog. So, you know, if you'd like to throw a little, a little square or something up on the blog, we can certainly do that. It too will come uh, with 30 days for free and it gets evaluated every 30 days because this is something we can track a little bit. Uh, another note on the advertising, if we do some advertising, the only thing that I ask in return is that you give me a coupon code. Uh, something that I can pass on to my readers and my listeners uh, just to show them that we appreciate them and that's it. And we'll go ahead and toss you out there. But, um, you know, more than that is um, with all the great people that I've had the opportunity to interact with and things through these shows, through the blog, all that stuff, it's it's really just, it's really been eye-opening in a lot of ways. And uh, so if you go over to the blog... Um, help support us. Um, I'm not this. I'm not even talking about monetary support at this point. I mean, I would love to be able to have the blog pay for itself. Right now, I pay for it all out of my own pocket. But um, support us in spirit. You know, um, I have on on the on the pay when you click onto the blog at survivingdystopia.com. It says vote for me top fifty. Click on that. Head on over there. It's the top 50 survival blogs. 
click on that and, and give us a vote by clicking on that. You're voting for us. And then the best part about this is, is you can go there and it's going to take you through. You just click on another link and it takes you over to the top 50 blogs. I'm not in the top 50. We're working there. But um, every click helps. Um, but the thing is, is there are so many great blogs at this location. And this is why I say to head over there. You go to survivingdystopia.com. You click on the top, vote for me, top 50 blogs. These are all survival blogs. You want some information about prepping and survival? The best of the best is here. And, and they are ranked according to reader uh, reader uh, 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 interaction. And um, you want some information. I'm going to tell you what. If there's anything you want to find, you're going to find it here. So by voting for my blog, you are also giving yourself uh, a, a lot of great resources. And, and you don't want to pass these up. You want to get over there and go, go check this out. <clears throat> so now that I've been, you know, yammering on for the past 10 minutes about all the, the different things with the blog and stuff. But that's the handy part about the mini blogs is the mini posts, uh, the podcast here is that um, they're just meant to be, you know, just a little conversation, just throw some ideas out there to get some, you know, to get some, uh, you know, uh, preparedness thoughts going in your mind, giving you something to listen to, uh, to keep you in that preparedness mindset. While I do my drive home from work, uh, as a matter of fact, uh, today's actually, it's a Friday and uh, it's kind of cloudy and yucky out, but I, I'm bailing out early. It's only 2.30 in the afternoon thinking I'm going to get back to the house and I'm going to sit down because it's going to be a quiet weekend and I have all night to myself this evening. And I'm going to sit down, maybe pour myself a little glass of wine and I'm going to work on writing this next book for y'all because I, I am getting such flack that I'm taking my sweet time about getting this third book out. And I go and I throw a big old whammy at the end of the, at the, end of the second book at you guys and leave everybody standing there wondering what the heck is going on. So I suppose I best get to work on it. But anyway, today's, uh, today's little mini podcast, I wanted to talk about <clears throat> uh, travel. Just a little note about, about travel. Uh, in a SHTF situation in particular, but in, in any time. Um, something that we should, uh, that came to mind yesterday because it's, it's been kind of crazy. Uh, you know, I work in Cincinnati and I have to tell you, President-elect Donald Trump was in Cincinnati last night and the traffic and the ability to get anywhere was severely impeded. Um, you know, I mean, we can understand why they're, you know, trying to, there's a lot of bad stuff going on surrounding this election and a lot of people, you know, are acting very poorly and we, you know, would certainly need to, um, be aware of the safety of our, of our next president. Um, I didn't go see him. I do know people who did. And I know people that are quite thrilled uh, with the whole thing. And they've, you know, been to the rallies and things like this. And they say that they're that they are very energetic, that uh, there's, there's a lo- whole lot of hope and um, energy going on there. I certainly, I really, really certainly do hope uh, that we're going to see some, some good changes uh, moving forward in this next presidency. But um, it made me think about some things. We couldn't get across the river. No one's getting across the river because, you know, Cincinnati sits right on the Ohio River. And uh, there was no crossing the river. Uh, you just, there, there is, uh, what is there, like three or four, four or five bridges that cross over the river right there in Cincinnati. And I have to tell you, you could not get across the river. 
um, friends of mine were trying to get from Kentucky into Cincinnati, and um, <clears throat> they couldn't get across the river. This made me think about something. Um, I want you to think about this. Think about an SHTF situation, and you, I work in Cincinnati, but I actually live in Kentucky. So I'm at work, and SHTF happens, and I now need to cross that Ohio River to get back down to Kentucky, and I can't get across the bridge. <clears throat> For one reason or another, either the bridge is gone, it's down, um, uh, it's been taken over by bandits, it's, it's overcrowded with cars. We've seen these things where people are trying to evacuate hurricanes and things like this, and we have seen this in the past where roadways just become a parking lot. Cars break down, they crash, all kinds of stuff happens. The next thing you know, nothing is moving. This is a very bad thing especially for the person who's needing to get across that river. It's not like I can take a back road and scoot out and around it. you got to cross a river. This is a big river. This is not a creek or a stream or something. This is a big river. Um, you know, when I was thinking about it, I, I not only am I thinking about, um, you know, just getting home, but I'm thinking about, like, bugging out. <clears throat> Excuse me. If you're going to be bugging out or you need to get home. You know, your family is at home and you need to cross a river. You need to uh, find your way back home. Now, there's been lots of books after EMPs and things like this where people are walking, and I would certainly walk. Um, actually, my, my life is kind of funky because um, while I, I stay down in Kentucky, my home is actually in Ohio, uh, up north of Cincinnati, which is where my children are. And even though I would need to get down into Kentucky, I would need to cross back into Ohio to get, after I, you know, get together and get people together, then I'd have to cross back over the river into Ohio. Otherwise, somebody's being left out. Um, this is, you know, it just, it just kind of brought it to my mind just how complicated this really is. It just brought it to my mind how imperative is we consider these factors when we are, when we are uh, doing things in our everyday life or when we are planning our bug-out location, when we are planning uh, what we're using for a bug-out vehicle, all of these things, your route can have a contributing factor. So that's why this little mini podcast today, I just wanted to kind of talk about travel. I wanted to talk about your ability to do so in an SHTF situation. Um, there are a couple of reasons why you may end up on foot. An EMP could be one of them. Maybe we, nobody really knows if your car is going to work or not. There is some contention over this point. I'm not sure. Um, but I do know this. If all the cars do work and uh, something bad is happening, like in a city or something, people are going to want to evacuate. It's going to make the roadways impassable. We have seen this over and over and over again when people want to evacuate cities in front of a hurricane or get out of a tornado zone. We find that um, these areas, the roadways become congested with the people trying to escape. And uh, it's, it's not very conducive for travel. So something that I wanted to talk today about was um, in your travels and such, was getting plan A, plan B, C, D, E, F, G, so on and so on, until you get to Z. 
Um, something you probably don't want to rely on is GPS. Um, you know, I mean, we all rely on it at this point. I do. I'm so guilty of this every day. You know, if I have to find myself to a new job, because we're in construction, I flip houses. So oftentimes I'm going to find myself at a new house. What do I do? I punch the day, you know, the address into the GPS and off I go. Well, if I run into traffic, my GPS even tells me, because I use Google Maps. So my GPS tells me, well, here, this is an alternate route to get there. Well, without this GPS, I don't know if the next right that I'm going to take is going to be a dead-end road, if um, it's going to lead to a bridge that's going to go over a river or a bridge that's closed. The GPS oftentimes will tell me this, especially in Google Maps. It's usually updated very often. But I'm not going to know this. So here is where it becomes important to consider your roots. Um, Something that I'm going to say is... One, maps, paper maps. Just just shove them in your bug out bag or put them in your glove compartment. Have them on hand, paper maps. And you know the thing is, is you can get a lot of these maps for free. For the big highway maps and stuff, if you stop at any rest area in almost every state, you're going to find a map of that. It's a road map of that state. Uh, I believe that they still put them I got dozens of them that I've gotten going through on the interstates. So if you're um, going through, you know, a state and you stop in a rest area or make it a point to stop in a rest area, especially the big ones, the big welcome center rest areas, oftentimes you'll find a free map. You don't even have to buy anything. It's absolutely free. You're already driving by anyway. You might as well pull in, you know, make a pit stop, grab yourself a free map. Um, Save these things, especially for areas you know you're going to be in. If you live in Ohio and you know you need to get to Colorado, I highly recommend getting a map of every state between Ohio and Colorado. Because if you cannot use that GPS, you don't know. And and say you can't be on the highway. I mean, in my book and in many, 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 many different forms of fiction and even documentaries, it tells us that sometimes traveling the main roads isn't going to be an option. So have those paper maps on hand. That's just one thing I wanted to toss out there was was having the paper maps on hand. That's um, going to be one of the number one things you can do to aid yourself in finding the alternate route. Now, if we're just talking about getting home from work, and you always go, I always go the same way. I go down this highway, go down that highway, go right through the very dead center, smack dab in the middle of Cincinnati, cross the bridge, and down I go. Okay, well, if I can't go that way, how am I going to go? I'm fairly familiar with the area, so I could probably wrangle my way through some of the side streets to get over to another bridge to get across. But what if I can't get across that bridge? What if I literally have to go out and about? Now, I know I can cross in Indiana, and I can cross you know, further down and, and even going further, I can, there's bridges way further down, but do I know the roads on the other side to get me where I need to go? Do I know when I get over the bridge in say Ripley, Ohio, which is, you know, a good half an hour further up the river. And that's probably the next bridge after I get around the 275 loop of Cincinnati. Am I Am I going to know where I'm going once I get over that bridge? Because Lord knows I'm not going to want to stand around by the river, you know, and sit there and try to figure out where am I going now. I need to, like, pretty much kind of have a good idea where I'm going. 
So in your travels and when you're thinking, I'm trying to make this a relatively quick show. I'm trying to keep it at 30 minutes and I got a few, quite a few points I want to touch on. Um, so if you're trying to get home and this is your get home plan, here's something that I want to recommend you do. Just do it as a fun game or a challenge to yourself. Find alternate routes and actually drive these routes. Actually take these routes home once or twice because you don't know. You may find it on a map or you may find it on your GPS, but you don't know how many people take these routes. You don't know what kind of neighborhood the route may take you through. Your map does not tell you this. So if you are in an SHTF situation, you need to get home and riots have already begun. Do you want to drive through the inner city of Cincinnati? I'm going to say probably not. I'm going to say I'm going to I'm going to say that I'm going to want to stay away from that and that the highway that I typically drive home is going to be a target. So I'm going to want to avoid that as well. So, uh, you know, the challenge maybe for this week, thinking about it, like give yourself a ch- I'm, I'm thinking about adding some challenges once a week. And so I'm going to throw one out here right now. The challenge for this week is first week of December is to find at least two alternate routes going home from work or from school or from whatever it is you do all day, uh, two alternate routes to get you home from wherever it is you may want to be. And make sure that these routes do not follow the same path or even end up in the same... I mean, you know, going down one road and going three streets over and running parallel is not necessarily a different route. I challenge you to find a completely different route to get you home in a SHTF situation. This is your get home plan. Moving on from getting home. Now, being a mini podcast, I really can't go into a lot of details. We're trying to keep it short for just to give you guys, you know, some stuff in your mind and and something to think on and work on on your own, uh, some, a direction to go in. The next thing I wanted to talk about was bugging out. If you're bugging out, Now, a lot of us have this big bug out plan. We have a bug out location. We have a bug out vehicle. We have a whole plan. How many people actually have the whole route outlined? You have it like on a map and you know how you're going to get there and you're you're good to go. How many people have this? Um, I'm going to say that quite a few people forget the route because in building the bug out location, you go all the time. You're always going. But the the key is, is that when you go to this location, you are always taking the fastest route possible to get there, typically. I mean, me, I'm one of these people who kind of like backcountry roads, and I like to experiment and go find new routes. But most of the time, you know, you're going to... I used to go to Tennessee about every weekend from Cincinnati, and it's about a five-hour drive. And uh, I would go straight down the highway, straight down. Speaking of Tennessee, uh, the fires are all out in Gatlinburg. Just want to throw this out there real quick. Fires are all out in Gatlinburg, as far as I know, and uh, there's been an outpouring of goodwill uh, trying to help the people down there. Um, I do know that the Red Cross is taking uh, uh, taking donations through the bank down there. If you can just you can just go to redcross.org and you can find out a way that you can help. So anybody who feels the need to help out in Tennessee, let's just go ahead and and toss that out there. Um, I really should have thought about this and had this information for you when I promised for to uh, Monday. It's the weekend, so it's very likely. I don't know if I'll put a show out or not. But Monday's mini show, I will definitely have for you uh, all the information on how you can help those in Tennessee. 
But anyway, back to the bug out uh, route. Because we are talking about routes. We're not talking about the location. We're not talking about your vehicle. We're talking about how you're going to get there. Something to keep in mind is your maps. I want to ask everybody something. Now, I, I, I have a group of people that, you know, I, I talk with with often. And we would probably end up, we don't have a, like a set anything going on, but we would probably end up in the same group. Bugging out to the same location if we had to. And, um, you know, it's kind of not necessarily in stone, but understood, quote unquote. Um, we have discussed this, a friend of mine, we've discussed this on a number of occasions. And, um, you know, we talk about having our roots outlined for us on the way to go. And I'm going to tell you what, I hate this idea. Hate it. Hate it, hate it, hate it in every way. I just hate it. And I'm going to tell you why. I have a beautiful map and it has my A route highlighted in blue highlighter. My B route is highlighted in pink highlighter. My C route is highlighted in yellow highlighter and my D route is now highlighted in orange. So I have this, this map of all these different routes and it's all high, it's neatly highlighted and all laid out beautifully. And I carry this around in my bug out bag. Because this is how I'm going to get to my bug out location. Here's my question to everybody. What happens if somebody steals your bag? What happens if you lose your bag? What if you can't get to your bag? What if your car is, you know, parked in an area that you are just evacuating? I mean, it's like, think about 9-11, for example. Um, people running out of the building. Did they go to the underground garage to get to their car? They didn't, you know, they just, they just ran as fast as they could to get away from those buildings. Um, there was no going back for anything. And, and you may not be like under the underground garage. It might be, you know, six blocks in the other direction, but you cannot go there. It's just impossible. Well, you think that somebody out there isn't going to go rifling through these vehicles? Somebody's going to go rifling through these. I mean, anybody here watch The Walking Dead? I mean, one of the, the first things that they do out there is they're, they're fishing through the cars uh, to get whatever supplies. People leave water bottles in there. They have flashlights, batteries, matches, lighters. There's all kind of stuff in people's cars. So if you think people aren't going to rifle through the car and then all of a sudden, whammo, they find your bug out bag. Well, not only do they have all your supplies, which is kind of sad, but I mean, that's a risk you have to take. That's the way you put it in there. But now they have a map that tells them exactly where to find the goodies. And if they are even the slightest bit unscrupulous, they're going to use that map and come get what you got. I do not want to leave a trail for anyone to follow. So, you know, here's the thing. I mean, okay, yeah, you're new at it. You're still trying to experience it. Get your map out. Start highlighting and be like, yeah, this one works. Cross this one off. No, that one doesn't work. Until you get it set and you know, well then, when you go to your bug out location to go work on your, because you, you supply it, you stock it, you work on it, you build it, you know, there's so much going on, uh, maybe you use it as a hunting cabin and you're there three or four times a year. Every time you go, test out a different route or use one of your set routes so that you will always know these routes. And then, while you have these routes, 
you know, you may have one that you go, but, you know, I mean, you could make six or eight variations off of that route and still get there, you know. So, so say you have to cross a creek, because I just, I just, just now, just this minute, drove over a bridge that goes over a relatively small creek, but I'll tell you what, my car ain't going through that creek without that bridge. So if that bridge is out, maybe you know a four or five other different uh, means to take off of, you know, variations to that particular route. But I would also make sure that you have routes that do not intersect, you know, that do not uh, mesh with one another at any point in time. Because should somebody be along or, you know, I mean, say you left a, a map with your initial route, you were in the early stages and, you know, somehow it got left in your car and there's a map to your bug out location and they're waiting for you along that yellow highlighted line because that's the only one that's there. If you intersect on the route, you have a chance of running into these people. So, you know, I'm going to say, you know, we I'm, I'm going to talk about communications in another mini podcast because that's another thing that I wanted to talk about. A lot of people have their codes uh, for communications um, written out. Well, if somebody gets a hold of your code, there's no more code. It's gone. Everybody knows, you know, anybody who has that code can understand what it is you're talking about. So, um, you know, with, with your roots and getting two things, commit it to memory. Try these roots out. Test the waters. Test the route. Especially in, in times of bad traffic. I mean, uh, holiday weekends or something when traffic is bad. Try out an alternate. You know the highway is going to be a train wreck, so why bother, right? Let's try out some of our alternate routes at that period of time because that's that's like that's just a perfect time to see where the other people the people who also think outside the box are going to go with this they are going to want to they're going to want to try out different routes just like you do so um you know that's a perfect time to test out these new routes to try them out to um you know garner for yourself a, a, a new way to go. And, um, so, you know, this is just, it's, it's closing in on 30 minutes now. And I know I barely scratched the surface of this, um, of this topic and it will be covered in a more extensive and blog posted, uh, podcast moving forward. Um, but like I said, with the mini podcasts, I want them to fill some space, I want them to be out there to offer people ideas. Um, it's not necessarily all-inclusive. It's not necessarily an ex- exhaustive bunch of information on the topic. It's just meant to jog your memory, to, to, to set an idea, a spark, get a little light bulb going on there that you can run with. That's the whole purpose of the mini podcast is to, is to give you something to run with. You, you take this information and you go do something with it. Don't take it at face value. Go ahead and learn something else. Uh, uh, find something that you can incorporate into your preparedness thing. Every day should be a preparedness day. Every day we should be thinking about ways that we can better our preparedness plan, increase our supplies, or or be aware you know, of the things that could bring us a dystopian moment. With that being said, you know, I want to uh, toss out there that... Um, uh, remember to um, go to the website survivingdystopia.com uh, hop on to the top 50 
help the website raise up and uh, in the rankings and stuff. And while you're at it, help yourself gather some great information. Y'all have a great day and uh, stay warm in this December weather. We're going to be talking more about heat moving forward. Have a good night, y'all.